Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hi everyone, this is Neil, your host. And with me I have Matt Koenig, your co-host. <laughs> I was going to jump My in co-host. there, but I thought, no, I don't know where you're going. So, hello Neil, how are you? <laughs> good, thank you. Yeah, Yourself? Good. I'm, I'm well. Good to hear, good to yes, hear. Yes, we are here. Enjoying life. Enjoying life, lovely days today, overcast, yeah. rainy. So green up here Perfect. at this time of year. If you don't live in Darwin, you should come up in the wet season one day. Yeah. And swelter. Yeah, you wouldn't, but also you wouldn't see under, if you don't live in Darwin, you wouldn't understand how good it is when it rains. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Doesn't make sense to it, those southerners. Yeah, the southerners. The southerners. <laughs> <laughs> good old southerners. No, yeah. come up. Come, come up. on. Yeah. Come visit. Come in the dry as well, but yeah. You know, no one comes in the wet, really. Except for family. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Anyway. So, we digress. We digress. We're going on with Malachi this morning. We are. Um, are you finished? Is, is, I might have one more. One more. I mean, we've got to talk about the promise of the Saviour, don't we? It's probably something important to talk yeah, about, I think. Yeah, that's so right. That's, if, okay, if, cool. if that's one of the last things in the Old Testament is, hey, Jesus is coming, Yeah. I think we should talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let's do that. That sounds good. So However, that, okay, anyway, this yes, week we aren't talking again. about that. We're talking about the, uh, the remnant. Yeah. So, what is a remnant, Matt? It's the leftovers. Leftovers, <laughs> I guess so. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is, I guess. Like if you've or got a, a, small a remnant of a yeah. meal, it's like the last bit that's sort of, yeah. you know, you keep it for later. That's right. Le- good leftovers, not, not stuff that gets scraped into the bin, but, mm. you know. That you put in your fridge for lunch. That's what, yeah, that's what comes to mind, you know. Like for lunch today, I'm eating the remnant of my roast dinner from last night. I suppose it's just the same as leftovers. Yeah, uh, leftovers. so that's what came to mind. You've asked me a question, I just yeah. answered no, it. No, no, I think sorry. that's great, mate. It's what lovely what to, uh, answer lovely were, you, ex- what no, answer were you expecting? I wasn't expecting anything, uh, actually. So, yeah, it was very good. Thank you. I love your answer. It was thoughtful. Thought, thought provoking. <laughs> <laughs> deep, very deep on many different levels. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're right, though. It is sort of like the leftovers or the ones that actually came from the real thing and um so in malachi that day as we've been talking it's very much yep. a lot of people who were worshiping in a terrible way not from the heart not really loving the lord not uh, remembering who he was yeah and yeah they they just didn't really understand what it was like to worship god truly I and mean, there's this group of people though that we're about to read about in malachi 3 16 yep. to 18 who God noticed was still there in the temple. Yeah. Um, the remnant. The remnant, the exactly leftovers. right. That small group of faithful people. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about them today. Yep. And what does that mean to us? Um, but there's there's something there that really stirred me, like I was a bit teary on the weekend actually preaching, uh, just thinking about God and just the point of him listening into us, which is what we're going to go into in a second. Yeah. So Malachi three sixteen to 18, Then those who feared the Lord spoke with each other, and the Lord listened to what they said. In his presence, a scroll of remembrance was written to record the names of those who feared him and always thought about the honor of his name. They will be my people, says the Lord of heaven's armies. On the day when I act in judgment, they will be my own special treasure. I will spare them as a father spares an obedient child. Then you will again see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. So it seems that 
in these days as the prophet speaking, um, there's this group of people amongst the crowd that are somehow different and God notices it and um, begins to interact with them in a different way to everyone else. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I just wanted to talk about was that they thought about him. Yeah. They thought on God and thought of honoring him. And their character was very much that they feared God. They um, they didn't just fear him, but they thought upon his name. And while there was a whole group of other people worshipping in that temple, they didn't really think about God. They didn't fear him. Yeah. There's this group of people that were actually doing that. Mm. Um, yeah, so this was... It really talked to their character. Yeah. All right? They thought on his name, and, and that word thought is actually quite intense. Mm. Um, it's regarded or esteemed highly. And uh, there's a couple of verses in Isaiah that I looked at regarding that, and one of them was when the Medes were attacking, and it says they didn't regard silver or value the gold. And while it's not the same context, the, the word itself is the same word. And yeah. it gives us that idea that you know that something precious like silver Mm. was not going to stop the Medes from destroying whatever they had to destroy um but it gives that idea of you know the preciousness of what you should be thinking about is and the thoughts that they had for god um yeah so i don't know matt do you, what, what do you think about that word itself in terms of thinking about God? What do you um, what do you think that might mean? Yeah, I think I think it's you know putting putting God in the place that He deserves to be in. Yeah. As as you're thinking about Him, as you as you're talking about Him, as you you know remembering who it is that we we worship and and come together to learn about when we come together on a Sunday or in our small groups and all that kind of stuff and. You know, I love I love the fact that at the start of that that passage you just read that that it um, that it says then those who feared the Lord spoke with each other, so they mm. were talking to each other about who God was, and God was listening into what they're saying and and recognizing the value that they're talking about. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, we gotta we gotta make sure that we're in that place of of really honoring God in the way that we speak, and you know. Put, put him in that place of honor that he deserves. And, you know, you went on and talked about other verses that, that talk about what we think about and mm. and yeah. all of that kind of stuff too. So I think, yeah, it's really, really about making sure that that God is in his rightful place. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And one of those verses in Philippians 4, 8, now, mm. New Testament, but when they translated the, the Bible into the Greek... Um, the same word is used in this verse as was used in the verse that we read in Malachi, um, which says this, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true yep. and honourable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So what we get from that idea is this, that the thoughts about God are geared towards understanding what is true, honourable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, yep. excellent that the thoughts that the people had, this group of people were having, was very much about who God was. Yes. And their character became responsive to those thoughts. So, 
their lives begin to change as they thought about God. They mm. grew closer to the will of God. And what does that actually mean to think about his name? So we might think, oh, you know, the name God or the name Matthew, think about that name. But what's the meaning behind that name? So um, most of us have a name that means something. There's a few names that don't really mean anything. But what about God, you know? And we find that in the Old Testament, there's all these names for God. Yeah. All right? Yep. So Jehovah, obviously God. But then there's these these times and moments that took place within the covenant that they had where it was like they actually wrote a descriptive word of who God was. Yeah. So, for example, uh, Jehovah El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, Jehovah Jireh, our provider, Jehovah Sidkenu, our righteousness, Jehovah Nissi, our banner, Jehovah Shalom, our peace, Jehovah Shama, the Lord is near, um, Jehovah Rapha, the Lord is our healer. So when you start thinking about when they're thinking about God, it's not like they're just thinking God. You know, mm. I'm thinking about God. They're attaching the these significant characteristics of God to His name. So as we're talking, for example, you know, Neil and Matt, Christians, mm. whatever. Yeah. What are we talking about, God? You know, what's the witness and the testimony we're giving to each other about God's yeah. character? Yeah, is it those things? I can't believe it, Matt. God blessed me so much. He yeah. did this. You know, yeah. um, you know. as we talk about these things, we find that the the testimony that we have is attached to his name. Yeah. Yeah. And Good. so it's this amazing heritage that, that we have. So this is the first thing of those people. They thought on his name, and that doesn't mean they just thought God. Yeah. They actually dug deeper, and they were they began to connect with his character. Yeah. And that then became their character. Yes. Um, yeah. So the next thing was when you, you already mentioned it, they spoke to one another. Yeah. Um, what does that sort of speak of, do you think? Well, I mean, it's testimony, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, talking about, as you just said, you know, I can't believe that God did this in my life this week or, mm. or whatever, you know, sharing the things that God is actually active and at work doing mm. in our lives. And, you know, that... You know, there's a whole heap of things that come out of that. You know, it testifies to God's nature. It reminds us of who God is. It um, mm. challenges us to even be thinking about what's going on in our lives and to be looking to be looking to see what God's doing. Because sometimes I think we can miss the way that God's working in our lives as well. Yep. And so, you know, that helps and it's an encouragement to people. You know, testimony is awesome. And, and effectively, that's what the Bible is. It's a testimony of who God is and what he's done. Mm. Um, and, you know, as you reflect on that, as you think about that, exactly as you're saying, it it molds and transforms the way that we think yeah, and the way that we act and the way that we go through life. You know, if we're recognizing what God is doing, has done in the past, in, even in our own lives, yep. when we find ourselves in similar situations and whatever, we know that, God is going to work through that situation and we can be more mindful about what is going to happen and, mm. you know, and even be in that space of saying, well, you know, I know I'm in this situation right now, but I know that, you know, that God is going to use this situation for his purpose and for his glory if I allow that to happen. And so yep. be on the lookout to see what, what is God doing in this space rather than, you know, looking, looking to God rather than looking at the problem yeah, or whatever it good. might be, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, test, so for example, if we understand, you know, Jehovah Jireh is my provider, and we're yes. in lack. Yes. At that time, we go. Wait a minute. Let me fix my eyes back on Him. Yeah. I know who He is. Yep. 
and it actually helps us with our faith as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that speaking to one another really if you break that down, it's not like they spoke with each other sometimes. So if you actually break that down into the the, the meaning of that phrase is actually they there was no gap in the fellowship. Mm. So it was a constant um, thinking on the Lord, a constant yeah. speaking of the goodness of God and about Him. Um, and it was like this gathering of hearts together and they're holding a treasure. And while well, there's all this darkness around in... in where they are, somehow righteousness, um, this group of righteous people were coming together and talking about God, thinking about him. And one of the things that we do sometimes think is that, you know, and we've seen it throughout history in times, you know, that that somehow the darkness has won. You know what I mean? Um, that, uh, you know, there's been times in history where it just seems like darkness has overtaken everything. Uh, and I just read from John chapter 1, and I'll go there now. I'll just yep. have to look that one up. Yep. Uh, do I love the Bible app? Do I? I don't know, do you? Let's just say yes. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't All it? Right. It is good. Oh, and now it's thanking me for my feedback. Oh. Oh, thanks. Okay, righty-o, let's get to the business. <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him. So this is the first chapter of John. Nothing yep. was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Yep. I think that's just so encouraging, like when we think about it, you know, that um, the darkness will never win, mm. you know, that it will never extinguish the light. And that's something that I guess was was showing up here in this passage in, in Malachi, that while it was sort of a dark thing, the worship wasn't that great, mm. people's hearts weren't really with God, amongst all of that, the darkness never overwhelmed the light. Never extinguished it, never put it out. And um, I think that's quite exciting. Um, and, and one of the reasons why that light could continue to shine was because of this fellowship. Yeah. You know, and there's so much strength in it. Being scattered basically makes you weak. Um, and so they gathered together and, and it was like this fellowship around God. Um, and I don't know, Matt, Sometimes I guess even for us we fellowship quite a lot, right? Yep. Um But sometimes, you know, there's times when you're like, you know, you feel am I the only one? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like yep. we're not. Yeah. It's like Elijah did, you know, and he was complaining, he's like, Oh, I'm the only one faithful here in all of Israel, God. Yeah. And <laughs> God said, Nah, there's seven thousand others yep. who I've set aside who have never bowed bow their knee and you know i think that's one of the things to remember that i mean i guess in other countries too it might even be if we were there we'd see this massive explosion of christianity mm. and yet we feel like oh you know the church is so small and tiny mm. under attack rah 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 yet god is still working the yeah. the darkness cannot put out the light and no, that's right. you know that's the thing that can stop us fearing as well you know, when, when sometimes things happen, it's like, well, did communism wipe out the church in China? Nah. No. No way. Because mm. of Christ. Mm. Um, yeah. So then we have the divine attitude. What did God do? And this is the bit I just loved. It just yeah. 
It really spoke to my heart. So two words in there, he hearkened and heard. It says, listen in the, God listened to them in, in uh, what we read out. But it actually has these two different sort of sides to it. One is hearken. So uh, Matt, you got a dog. It's got floppy yep, ears there, it doesn't it? It does have floppy ears. So I, yeah. I understood the analogy you used on the message. I remember, remember the analogy. Yeah, tell me the something. analogy, Matt. So you're talking about how a dog's ears prick up when they hear something. Yep. Even before they turn their attention to it, you know, um, and or like a what, what, there was some other the horse. animal, the horse. Yeah. Yes. I was actually thinking personally. I was thinking about wallabies and kangaroos. Ah, yes, that wallabies do the and same kangaroos. Sort of thing, yes. Because they're very obvious how they do that. Yes. Um, but yeah, so there's that. There's that almost like attention grabbing. Oh, what's going on mm. over there? So my dog's got floppy ears, so I don't see that. But certainly, <laughs> you know. You can, you know, it'll it'll be lying on the ground and then suddenly sit up and mm. and then go absolutely mental at the fence because the post he's riding his electric bike, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yep. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. So that's the first part of it, yes. and and it's almost as if like amongst this crowd, like we were already talking, there's this little group of people. Yep. That's talking about God and you know speaking to one another about Him and who He is, and it's like, wait a minute, what's that over there? I think I hear something. You know, and and we all have that, and hopefully it's not. You know, when we hear gossip, our ears prick up, but we want to find out what's in that conversation. But there's certain things that, when you hear them, your ears prick up. Yeah. Like, what, what are they talking about? So you, I don't know. What what grabs your attention? Um, I don't know. NBA, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe NBA. Group of people talking about basketball, and all yeah, of a sudden you're yeah. like, hey, what are they saying? Yeah, I mean, yes, um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's things that you know we notice. Yeah. Man, I mean, like... I, yeah, I, I mean, I work, I work in IT, yeah. so when I overhear people talking about problems that they're having with their technology, yep, um, particularly in my work environment, I'll be, oh, what's going on over there, and yep. Maybe they should come and talk to someone who could fix it. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone but, at NT Christian Schools listening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Log a job and uh, someone will help you. Um, yeah. No, but I mean, yeah, that's exactly yeah, right. You, and, know, and you, so hear you, th- like, you hear things that that are on your heart, I yeah. think is probably the best, best way yeah, to put it. One. And so, yeah. you know, hopefully when we hear people talking about God, we're like, oh. What are they talking about? You know, yeah. Where's that at? What can, and we're sort of drawn over to the conversation. What can I fill in on that? Yeah. Yeah. That's and, good. And while we're putting that in a sort of humanistic point of view, we can't obviously draw God into that, but that's how we understand, you know. And it's like, it's almost as if, you know, God moving amongst the congregations, you know, all the Christians gathering on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, and it's like, ah, oh, what are those guys talking about? Let me go and have a closer look. And yep. that's that leads us into that second word, which is... Um, he heard them. Yeah. So hearken and heard. And and the meaning of that word heard is basically like he bends over and listens to every syllable. Yeah. Of what they're saying. So it turns from an interest to wait a minute, I'm absorbed yep. I'm actually absorbed by this conversation. Yep. Um and I think that's pretty amazing mm. to think, you know, and and for us as Christians believers, what would that be like for us, you know, like to think that say at our church or in our fellowship with other Christians, when God's interest is, you know, given, yep. they're talking about God, and he comes over and he goes, ah, oh, they actually know who I am. Mm. Not there's someone there talking about me, but they're actually, you know, like 
to the rest of that that crew back in in Malachi, where he's saying, "Oh, actually, they're, they're blaspheming my name." Mm. You know, I heard my name, but when I actually went over to that, I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, nah, that's not yeah. good." Yeah. Or, you know, mm. it's, I think uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think with that, it it prompts action. Like yeah. I, again, not putting myself in the same place as God, but. You know, like in that instance, if, if someone's got a problem with IT and it, it's like, oh, what's going on over there? And then I actually interact into that conversation that then prompts me to act on that. Mm. And and the impact of that is is other people see that that, that is happening and there's a outcome and a solution and all that kind of stuff. So I think from that perspective, you know, if... If God's in this place, his he's, ears are pricked up and he comes and actually listens in, that prompts action. Mm. If that, yeah, that's yeah. A, I mean, that's a... Yeah, that's that makes probably sense. not a good... I don't know, maybe... It's is, like, it, is it a good example? It's like he joins know. the group. He joins the group. He's involved in it. He's, yeah. you know, and then... You know, hey, there's, let, there's, let there's me show you a little on, bit more of it. Yeah, like there's that. a flow on from that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking about it, you know, and imagine like you had lots and lots of people gathered together and, you know, and had little groups and talking. And then God's like, wow, what are they talking about? And goes and joins that group. Mm. It's like amongst all these people, um, there's this group I want to belong to. Mm. I'm going to dwell with them. And yep. if we could um, really promote that in our lives, uh, that, that whole sense of, you know, being faithful, we're fearing God, we actually understand him as someone who should be revered and esteemed and we, we love his name, we talk about him in in the right way yep. and then he joins with us. Mm. It's like, how powerful, yeah. you know, really. Yep. And, and you know, part of that is that in this verse it says actually the people that were like that, their names were written in a scroll in his presence. You know, these people, God, they love you. Let me write their names down so you can always remember. These are the guys. These are the ladies. These are the people that that feared you and talked about you and thought about you and invited you into their conversation. Basically, um, who are those people? We've got no idea, mm. you know. But God knows, and we don't know where the people are. It could be anywhere amongst any, you know, denomination amongst any people. We don't. We don't know, but God knows. And and this is the mark of those people, though, that. They're, they're so humble and submitted to him mm. that he knows. Yeah. Because he's bent over and listened to what they're saying. Um, yeah. And I just love the fact that, you know, he calls those people his treasure. Things that he's stored away, sort of like David did for the temple. Mm. He couldn't build it. Solomon could build it. But David said, you know what? I'm gathering everything so it's all ready. This is the treasure ready to to go into this and mm. it's almost like he's saying these people they're stored away for that day of the lord they're entering into my kingdom and um yeah it's just such a good picture yeah yeah so matt what do you reckon the message is for us then out of all of this yeah look i think uh, again it's that um being being connected together um, coming together, having mm. having conversations and 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 sharing testimony of what God's doing, reminding each other of who God is. Mm. Um, you know, being being in that space of uh, 
I guess it comes down to remembering who God is and making sure that we're in this place of where everything that we're doing is is honouring to Him, and we're yeah. not, you know, we don't find ourselves in this place where we're just going through the motions and, you know, being ready to see what God is doing in every situation and mm. and, you know, as as we're talking about before, you know, if we we've got challenges with with provision that we remember who God is and that mm. He's our provider. If we've got you know, health issues that we remember who Jesus is and, and, mm. and who God is and, and that his nature is to be the healer and, yeah. and you know, just can continue to be speaking those things and, and having faith in who God is. And, and you know, I think the, the community thing is, is really key yep. in that. Um, you know, so being being connected in and, and having having conversations that talk about what God's doing in our lives when, when we come together rather than, you know, like you can, you can come together on a Sunday and we have morning tea afterwards and you can talk about the weather and you can talk about, you know, just surface sort of niceties, mm. um, which is, you know, that's all good and well, but at the same time, you know, there's this real challenge to actually, you know, be continuing even like as an act of worship to declare what God's doing and to be praying for each other. Mm. And, yep. you know, even as you're talking about the struggles or whatever that you got going on in, in work or yep. whatever it is, that it's like, Hey, let me pray for you. And let's, yeah. you know, let's remind each other who God is and, and that he can, you know, yeah. use all things for good. And, you know, yep. all, all of those things. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that connection thing is just so, so important. Yeah. Um, it does. It really does bring strength, eh? And yeah. and you know, I think what you said there just prompted me to think about you know how often we don't share our struggles because we don't want to appear weak or whatever it might be, mm. and mm. yet we're missing this opportunity for someone to say, "Hey, mate, you know what? Yeah. God's with you. How about yeah. we pray about it? God is the deliverer. Yeah. Where's your help going to come from? It's coming from Him. And and let's pray together and just be reminded of that. You yeah. Know, like that. Um. Yeah, yeah. That's... I think I think that there's also the reverse of that too. Like, you can be sitting, sitting or going going through life, and you recognise and God puts on your heart. You know, that person needs prayer or yep. whatever. And we're like, oh, but but I'm just I'm just me. And I, <laughs> yeah, that's right. How can I be praying for that? I don't know how to pray. Or you know, yeah. like there's that human hesitancy to yeah, not right. not act on stuff as well. Like, uh, and I think we just need to be in this place of. Again, just remembering who God is, acting on the things that He prompts us in our heart, mm. you know, whether we think we're capable or not. Yep. Because it's it's God's gifting in us that, like God, God empowers us to do whatever He wants us to do. Yes. And so we actually don't really need to. Yep. Need to have. You know what I mean? Like we yeah, don't have do, to have mate. that that skill or whatever. We just go and be faithful in that, and God will provide what we need. Yes. When we need it. That's right. Yeah. Exactly right. And I think, like, I had a recent experience of that where it was sort of like, you know, um, a long-term thing. And I just felt prompted by God to go and pray with these people. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're sort of like, well, why do I need to go and do that? Yeah. Surely they're already praying about it. But it was a prompt in the spirit, you know. It's like I was like, no, just go and do it. Mm. And within a week, that whole thing had had turned around. And it was like... You know, obedience to God. Mm. You know, and we might think, oh no, I'm sure other people are praying for. Yeah, them. well, that's that's it yeah, too, yeah. isn't it? Like it's like, oh, someone else will do that. Yeah, yeah, know? and doing yep. that together. No, I yep. like that. 
Um, yeah, and I think, Matt, uh, in my closing, and you can close as well if you want, um, but to me, I was just thinking about it, and there's nothing more interesting to God, really, than the coming together of Christian souls yep. to create character. And um, that's, that's the shining of that divine light amongst the darkness. I think that's just, you know, God's very, very interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Good job. Catch you all later. Excellent. Bye. Bye.